0: Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, in The Podcast. We are gathered together today to talk about the Wild Blue Yonder latest Doctor Who episode. I am Ken. Jeff.
1: Julia. Annie.
0: And before we get into this episode, do we have any Doctor Who news to talk about? How are the ratings been doing for these new, new specials?
2: Wild Blue Yonder was 4.8, I think. But that's not all oh, the accumulative, like the people who catch up. That was just, yeah, yeah, it was just the old nights.
0: Do we have a cumulative for the Star Beast?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah. A little bit of a drop, which was is to be expected, I think. Um, I would have to imagine that, I would guess that the next one would be probably possibly a lot a higher. Uptick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going to be a major uptick.
1: I don't know, they've promoted the heck out of it ever since the, um,
0: Yeah.
1: For over a year, so...
0: Yeah, I've been... Yeah, so, um... Anything else on, uh, on um, Doctor Who News point part?
1: I don't think um,
2: so. I know there's a bunch of big finished stuff coming, like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, there's a, a Masterbox set coming out with Eric Roberts and... He's going to be with uh, Paul McGann for the first time since the TV movie, I think. At least oh, that's really? how they. I think that's how th- they are advertising it.
3: Yeah, I saw that too. I don't listen to those usually, but um, that might convince me to. I, I kind of have a bit of a crush on Paul McGann.
2: <laughs> <laughs> His voice Paul is so is, uh,
3: soothing.
2: It is. he, Especially when he narrated that 60th uh, anniversary video that they came out with. Mm-hmm. The
3: yeah, I've been listening to him on that podcast I mentioned last week, and it's just like, oh, you could read me the phone book and I would be happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and L.I. Who announced two guests? Well, no surprise, Fraser Hines. He's there every year. And Colin Baker is coming back this year or next year. Mm-hmm.
3: I saw a photograph recently of Tom Baker and he's looking thin. Well yeah. he is up
1: there in years, and that's what happened when yeah. you get older usually. Well, yeah, I suppose so. As long
2: as the mine still works, It's all that matters, I guess. He looked I mean he's ninety, right? Is he really? Wow. Yeah. Alright then. That's that's <laughs>
0: That's understandable.
2: So, so it's sad to see, kind of, you know. Yeah. It is because I mean, just like, you just look at the uh, the pictures of Jimmy Carter. Oh, he, I know. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's pretty heartbreaking and sad because you, you remember the guy up on the roof hammering the the nails mm. in, and now you see this guy being wheeled in, and yeah, yeah,
3: he's like ninety nine. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, do we want to quickly go over what anyone's? I mean, we just did this a week ago. I don't know if there's anything.
2: I just watched a movie with Sandra Bullock and it's called (laughs) Mavity. Oh, boy. It's also got George Clooney in it. The movie sucked, but yeah. I want to. I want to Call thank Russell T.
0: Davis right now. For now, deal. Not, as a fan, I'm going to have to deal with this, at, especially at the next L.I. Who? Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be doing? Mavity, Mavity. Oh, yeah, okay, good. That's a good joke. What, what, what do you have wrong with Mavity?
2: It's like, you know, what keeps us on the planet.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is case in point, Jeff, right here. <laughs> and he wanted to do it last night. He, he found it right away. And no, 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 no. That it, wasn't what
2: I was going to share. Oh, okay. What I was going to share was the thing that Russell uh, had uh, shared about uh, uh, Bernard Cribbins. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: My friend from Scotland sent me the Mavity this morning. Okay. I said, oh, I must share.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> oh, and I'm Get also, it again, it again. I'm also reading uh, the murder of Roger Ackroyd. I'm like, uh, almost halfway through. <laughs> it's just him in it plural which she does this i mean i kind of don't like it if she doesn't have chief if it doesn't have chief inspector japp or hastings she has some other doctor or other inspector and it's always in through the view of that person and not through Rose's point of view which kind of is my least favorite but it's interesting
3: yeah i've read that I could have a whole podcast discussion about Agatha Christie books.
2: I've—I I, I don't know—I've I've read maybe
1: a quarter of of the Poirot ones. So
3: uh, I'm not a Poirot fan, but <laughs> yeah.
1: I read them. But it was ages ago, so I've forgotten most of it because I—I think I read it in my 20s. So, mm. yeah. and then when I looked on
2: BritBox to see who was in the cast, I was like, "Oh, so they switched this guy with." chief inspector Jap. i said well that makes sense because of the show they had a certain cast so
1: mm-hmm.
2: i always do that but i usually watch it after i read it which i find out that it doesn't really matter if i watch it before i read it because they change it so much that there's not much of the book
1: in it <laughs> except who did it
0: but anyone else anything of note i hey, you're just pretty. finished
1: watching i just finished watching silo on apple tv i know i yep. mentioned it last week but i finished watching this time and i really hope apple picks it up to finish the rest of the series the rest of the series of books because it's very good it's very high production values very good acting i really want them to finish the story they'd leave it on kind of a cliffhanger which was to be expected but i really hope they continue and now i'm watching invasion season two on apple Beijing. Does Apple tend to do a lot of sci-fi stuff cuz
3: I don't have that
2: and in... it same set I mean they got the the Godzilla thing right now and I saw a couple others they also have and you're in like this they have the Peter Capaldi uh prime drama going to be on it
3: Oh is that going to be on Apple
2: darn it I'm hoping well it's probably going to be on the BBC too though isn't it I don't know I know that if you go on Beer Capaldi's Instagram, he's been saying, or whoever operates it for him, has always been saying Apple TV. Oh, damn it!
0: Is um, Invasion a new show? Because uh, there was an Invasion show a bunch of years ago.
1: This is this is the same one from a bunch of years ago? They finally got around to season two, and I'm finally getting around to watching it.
0: Oh, okay. Um. So I watched the Star Beast again. Um, I had only seen it once since our last review, and I think what I found was the stuff that was good was better. Little stuff that I hadn't picked up on before, um, you know, I think the attention to detail and everything was really, really good. The stuff that was bad, you guys were talking about the let it go scene, Um, um, I didn't pick up on that. I, I missed it completely the first time, and when I watched it again, I thought that was a little bit out of character and kind of degrading to the doctor um i thought it was a very awkward scene and apparently a lot of people did too because i was reading reviews online and they said well oh, that scene really was kind of awkward mm-hmm. but um but yeah i just did that i watched that again and that's about it so um, i guess we could go into wild blue yonder this is a russell t davis episode so um and it was weird. I
3: thought
0: it was great. I thought
3: it
1: was great. Weird,
2: but I want great. To say, creepy.
1: I want to say one thing I really liked about this is that I came in kind of cold, as opposed to having everything spoiled in the Star Beast. They didn't release a lot of pre-information about this. There wasn't a lot of screenshots. There wasn't a lot of plot yeah. spoilers. wasn't a lot of previews. So I liked coming to this cold and being surprised throughout the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, That's Russell great. did that on purpose. And he said in an interview that he, because of that, he, a lot of people thought that this might have Colin Baker in it, Spence McCoy and all these surprise guests. But in, in reality, it was a very small, simple story uh, that almost didn't even feel like a special. It could have been just a normal episode, but <clears throat> it was so effective in my opinion. Just the pacing of this episode was the slow build-up. And I'll say it right now, it, it's reminded me so much of Midnight.
1: Me yes. too.
0: Yeah. It was almost like Midnight 2. I mean, it's almost like a sequel sort of thing. Um, and both, obviously, both of them were in Midnight. but. Um,
1: well, Donna had a small role in Midnight. Yeah, her, she she had a much so bigger role here. And yeah. I was really surprised at how good an actress Catherine Tate was in this, her acting skills. Because I think of her mostly a comedian. But she really was able to be creepy in this.
0: Yeah, well, I, I I said the same thing after Runaway Bride. I thought I was like, oh, this she's horrible. I don't want to see her in the show. But she proved me wrong in that in, in that season that she did with a lot of good acting. And this just continues it. I think mm-hmm. both of them together. We talked about this last week. They work so well together. But they're they're both really really good. And they have a different relationship than a lot of Doctor Companion ones from the new series because they don't have. It's a different type of relationship, but it works really well, especially when they're talking to each other. But they're not really talking to each other. <laughs> they're talking to the. Um, they the never duplicates.
2: named the villain. They never named it. Well, the a creature. Medium. Yeah. yeah. The, it was
3: the not the not things. They were the not thing. The
1: doppelganger thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, from the beginning, you know, the when the TARDIS crash lands on that spaceship and then leaves them, it just kept ratcheting it up, mm. tension, and and I loved that it was just the two of them, yeah. like there wasn't anybody else. <laughs> it was just the two of them. They carry, they had to carry that entire episode,
0: yeah,
3: and it, it was yeah. just so they were so good in it. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it sucks, because we only have one more episode with them in it, unless they do something further, and um, so it's almost like, oh my god, their time's running out, but they really packed it in, in this episode, it was just the two, mm-hmm. like you said, the two of them, so it feels like, thank you, because we got we got more of them, as opposed to the next episode, which they could be, we're going to be splitting their screen time with everyone else that's in it, I don't know how, you know, but... So it's good to see, you know, they're playing every almost every character in the in the episode and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. So I liked how full of details this episode was. I mean, it was all the drama, it was all the tension, everything. But it had details that stood out to me, like the fact that the pilot of the ship was not human. You could tell mm-hmm. it by the skeleton. They didn't need to do mm-hmm. that, but I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, I I liked how they handled flux. And I was wondering what Ken was going to think about that. I liked how they kind of incorporated into the story and made it canon, but didn't make it (coughs) too weird, for lack of a better word.
2: It's almost like a passing comment.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, I apologize. I don't remember the Flux storyline that well. I just don't. That's even not. Remember. You don't,
2: Shouldn't apologize for that. That's a lot of people. Well, have, don't remember the Flux storyline.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it's. I remember dog people and 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 whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't there two ice guys people um, or whatever. I mean, I don't want to. But it was more also, the.
3: I think it was more the Impossible Child storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Where well, he they, had been taken from somewhere and mm-hmm. and became a time lord but he really wasn't from gallifrey
0: well that that's what she mentions she says in the in the shared memory she goes you're not even from gallifrey so, so that's the mentions to the the timeless the timeless child
3: the timeless child, child yeah. yeah yeah
0: and so both flux and timeless child are mentioned and it's kind of like oh, you don't
1: have but it to wasn't rustle. a role from for me it wasn't a rolling eye experience Okay. I mean I didn't like either of those stories i the Timeless child the whole idea really bugged me, but I think that they brought it up very well here it was an, it yeah. didn't stand out didn't make me roll my eyes. it was just part of the story it's part of his memories now, yeah, and I like the way they introduced it without making it eye rolling
0: yeah mm-hmm. i mean it it was painless it wasn't like they were to. Yeah. it didn't sound like, like they, they were spent gonna...
2: a lot of time on it. Yeah. It was just like almost in passing.
0: So um so uh, there's a lot to talk about here. Before we go any further, let's talk about the opening scene with Isaac Newton.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I did want to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't understand the point
2: of it. It didn't make sense to the story whatsoever.
0: No, I it, think
1: maybe it, they it, just needed to like pad the episode or something. I know that they're into diversity casting. So maybe they need to have someone who was not Catherine Tate and David Tennant in the episode to represent that. Maybe. That bothered me a little bit because I don't think but Isaac Newton looked they, like that. No, he didn't. But,
2: but they didn't even need that scene in, at all. They could have just opened it with the TARDIS and then the TARDIS is appearing. And that could have been your op- code open cliffhanger and then credits and then
3: exploration yeah. unless
1: it somehow plays into the next episode
2: yeah that's what i was wondering
3: if it plays into the next because she did say mavity while they were walking through that spaceship down that corridor because yeah, he said and gravity so and she goes think, mavity yeah maybe it has something to do with whatever's going to happen next
0: well I, I think i think it's what's happened is from now on the series every time the word gravity comes up someone's going to say Mavity instead, because they, they basically changed the word in that moment. The only person that would know that would be the doctor. Technically, Donna should know it, too, because she experienced that. And later on, she goes, what? But I don't think her memory should have been changed because she was traveling in, in TARDIS at the time. But everyone else should call it Mavity. So that's the only really real... It's a silly thing, but that's the only thing that I think it really changes. I don't. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see, but...
1: To say, I is think- it silly? The next episode is called The Giggle. Maybe it ties into it being silly there. So, mm.
0: maybe I mean, there's so, the it,
1: whole- so so it bugged me at the time, but I'm not giving up on it yet until I see the next episode.
0: I don't think it's going to be any references. I think the um, when he said that he what was it, invoked superstition at the edge of the galaxy or something like that, that yeah, something I'm not sure, what. yeah. <sighs>
3: That was a very supernatural thing to do with the circle of salt.
0: Yeah,
1: I um, thought that was interesting because you don't really see the doctor doing supernatural stuff. There's always science behind it. Yeah, and this seemed to come out of left out of the wild leander. You know, it came out of left field. Um, it, it, uh, so it, was it was an interesting approach. And I don't yeah.
0: understand why the the so the the aliens that they encounter. Are, it's a very high concept, and mm-hmm. I certainly... It was hard to um, wrap my head around it. This, by the way, the special effects are very jaw-dropping. Um, anyways. Ba-da-da. Get it? No?
3: Yeah. Okay, no. Yes. yes. yes it.
0: Um, but they're apparently learning. They're trying to materialize in this world as and they're trying to learn from their surroundings. Hence, the original ship captain kills herself because she doesn't want them to figure it out. And that's why the countdown is so slow, because if you do it fast, they learn faster. So they're, they're not picking up on what's going on because of the countdown. And if the Doctor and Donna didn't show up, the ship would have just blown up in however many months, years, or whatever, and it would have been the end of the story. But because they showed up, Their thinking generated these creatures that were able to imitate them by – I'm trying to – I'm basically saying this for myself because I think you guys might understand it, but I'm trying to understand it. But the the reason – what was the whole point of this? I was going to say – yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but they were... Um,
1: well, they did it by reading minds, for, so to speak.
0: Yeah, so maybe yeah. they were reading the doctor's mind about him saying that you had to count all the salt particles or whatever, and that's when they had to do it. I didn't understand why the creatures would, would want to do it, but maybe it was like a way to to um, delay them, maybe? That that's what
1: sense? I thought it was. I thought he was trying to delay them by any means he could think of. He was bringing out folklore to yeah. try and convince yeah. them of that, they, to give them more time. Um, and, then but else part, go ahead.
2: and then that part went into them, and then they just took the salt and wished it away because they knew it had no meaning. Yeah, right. they figured it out. They figured it out. Yeah. Once he was explaining it to Ghana, they're like, oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But Ken um, mentioned the, the whole slowness. I thought that was a really interesting idea. Because that would never have occurred to me. Yeah. That, because Doctor Who was known for being frenetic. It's known for the running through the corridors. It's known Mm -hmm. for the Doctor running around the TARDIS and yelling things out as he's going. The fact that he has to go slow is such a new idea.
0: Yeah, I really liked it. I I really thought they're on the edge of the universe. They're, and by the way, you get the magic. Um, sonic screwdriver out of the picture yes
2: this was like the first episode in a long time that the screwdriver wasn't wishing around like a magic
0: wand and they Mm -hmm. can't even access to get in the tardis and protect themselves in the tardis that they just have to remove that you can't do that every episode but they did it good in this they did well in this one and it gave them they they were helpless they they They, were in a situation the the doctor was you could tell he was a little panicked I'm not at the beginning where it's like, don't worry. Well, 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 yeah, he was a little bit. But he's like, how am I going to get it back and blah, blah, blah. And he reassures Donna. But later on, it's that same. I The last time I felt like this was probably midnight where mm-hmm. it's like he's losing control of the situation. And it's getting worse and worse, like, you know, like Julia said. And it was amazing. And, you know, he's really, David Tan's really good at that. Because he gets, mm-hmm. he loses his temper when he's inside. Ah, you know, he's and Donna is not a typical companion where she's like, oh, wow, well, we're in a corridor of a spaceship. Let's go check it out. She, she did that in the Centauran episode where she was like, I can't go out there, and the Doctor's like, sure, you can. You can do this and everything. And she acts like a regular person, not like a Rose or whatever. I mean, you know. Or Martha, mm-hmm. when they go go tackle it on head-on, she's That's scared. That's what I
2: was thinking. You know, when they come out of the corridor after the our arms are too long, and then they meet, the, the real Doctor and the real Donna meet in the corridor, and they said so we got to get going. Mm-hmm. Well, if this was Rose, they had been like, there's
1: doppelgangers of us. And they would start laughing, going, ah! And, mm-hmm. you know, like
2: the whole,
0: oh, it's a werewolf, ah, Yeah,
2: thing. That
1: makes me wonder, Greg, question for the group. What do you think if other... Another doctor and companion had been in this episode Would it have been as effective Could another doctor and companion have handled it
3: Maybe Christopher Eccleston But not with Rose No
2: not with Rose
0: I mean I think Martha would have been okay Um, It would have been interesting to see Three of them If uh, Rory and Amy would have been with the doctor
2: Mm, Bill and the doctor would have been fine With Capaldi
0: think Capaldi would have been a, this sort of this reminded me a little bit of Capaldi type of uh, episode hmm mm-hmm. but I, I think the best combination is what we got I, I think and again it, it, it parallels Midnight to a degree because it just felt like first off just like Stephen Moffat when, when he was good he creates a situation where you're kind of like what why is the robot going slow what's all that what's this Mm-hmm. And and it even the the creatures are even asking, What's that noise? And they're kind of smiling at the doctor, going, What is that? They're trying to get him to think. And it's almost like a, the audience is thinking. And you slowly start to try to try to piece it together and you come up with your own theories and stuff. You're, you're, he did, Russell T. Davis is putting and Moffat did this too. He puts the audience in the in the mind of the doctor where you're trying to figure it out as well. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening with Moffat is toward the end of his, when his, he was running the show, he would do the same thing, but he wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense. So people couldn't come up with their answers. He would just give the answers and say, you guys are idiots. Whereas in this, we could, you know, I don't know if we, we could figure it out at the same time as a doctor, but we're, we're learning with the doctor. Mm-hmm. And there's an audience out there of these creatures that are imitating us because we're learning at the same time. So they're watching it and going, oh, my God. But anyways, um, I thought it was really creepy. The whole thing yeah. where they reveal themselves and they start to act like the creatures and sm- uh, smiling and the the arms mm-hmm. and the, um, the uh, knees and stuff like that. Really.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was ridiculous. just different that the two he-
2: heroes are actually the playing, the two main characters are actually playing the villain. Mm-hmm. And the way they were able to portray as villains was actually pretty good.
1: Especially yeah, Catherine I th- Tate, I think, because I remember that I'm thinking of the last scene where the, the creature was in the TARDIS instead of Donna. You hmm. could tell that that was <laughs> the creature by their mm-hmm. expression and everything. And I thought that was a very good portrayal there. i kind of surprised yeah. Dr. didn't pick up on it, but he was kind of panicking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, um, yeah, I, I think they did an amazing job. I think if you're going to focus on the acting of, of these two actors, um, this is the episode to show and say this is what you can have as good, good, good characters and good acting which we haven't seen as much in the last few years. but
3: And good was, writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all yes, has definitely. to go together, yeah. you
0: know? Yeah.
3: And that, I think, was what let down Jodie Whittaker's season and, to a certain extent, Peter Capaldi's season. The writing was yeah. not good, especially for Chibnall. But for um, Moffat and Peter Capaldi, there was a lot of real clunkers.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know, we're not going to, Moffat probably went a season too long. And, and I like Peter Capaldi a lot. I wished, you know, mm. and, and it's mm-hmm. true with, to a degree with Matt Smith. I, I think they both, I mean, look at Matt Smith. And, I mean, I, I, you know, again, we don't have any bad performers here per se, at least by the doctor, Matt Smith, Peter Capaldi, and um, Jodie Whittaker. I think they're really good. It's just, they're only as good as the Stuff they have. As
2: the material they are given. Right. Yes. Just like in sports, the head coach is only as good as the players that he has. As we're finding out in New England.
3: That's why I get so annoyed when people are like, oh, Jodie Whittaker sucks. I'm like, it it wasn't her. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) She
3: had to work with what she got.
0: But this Doctor Who fandom has always been very much, it's very much about the Doctor. So, mm-hmm. Spice McCoy, people didn't like him, and the writing, well, I'm not going to get into the classics. The writing
2: was uh, not that bad for McCoy. It was 50-50. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe, sometimes it can be the acting, I think, but in this case, no. I think in these cases, we know that they can perform. It's just, if they don't have the the material, forget it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I, my favorite scene is when the doctor licks the panel, and then <laughs> starts <laughs> the, choke <laughs> i like i
3: like the robot yeah, yes I, I thought he he reminded me of the robot and um hitchhikers, uh, hitchhikers guy yeah <laughs>
1: yes me too
3: the
0: movie
1: yeah i another question for you guys what you mentioned the special effects is it just me or the special effects better now that disney is involved oh, disney providing yeah, more money way okay
0: it feels I like, mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I love the, that set. It's a, it's a, not a set. It's a um CGI, a obviously.
2: CGI room or something like yeah. what they do with the Mandalorian,
0: but it looks big. It looks it huge. Looks, yeah. And yeah, I like that. It really, you know, even when the show came back in 2005, I said, wait, you know, wait until you guys see the special effects. It's going to be, and it really, they were better, of course, mm-hmm. because so many years had passed, but there was still some like, oh that kind of looks little little wonky there but so far they've done really good with that and there's you know some of the when when they melt a little bit and they stretch it was kind of like that's kind of weird and, and but yeah i, I mean it's that, supposed
1: to be
3: weird I
0: know. but it was
3: creepy i was watching it with my teenager and she was just like oh. when
0: they're when they're chasing after them down with a vehicle and they're behind them with their eyes, giant eyes and ma- mm. mouth and stuff. like It reminded mm. me a little bit of Attack on Titan, the anime, with the um, it, the, just the faces with the smiles. They have these creatures that are giant creatures. I don't know if you've seen pictures of them, but they have like no skin, so it's all like muscle and giant eyes and really exaggerated teeth and. It reminded me of that a little bit and that's just creepy um nightmare theme.
2: i know my son laughed when david's tenant's head was at his butt and he was oh, yelling yeah. yes <laughs> he just like starts laughing he goes i'm sorry but that was really really funny yeah
3: it was
0: it, funny it, in a
2: way of, it was funny
0: yeah, i mean i, mean, I think then, it was kind of meant to be and then he does the exorcist crawl yeah it's just yeah he definitely you know, I think everything about this episode is we have some amazing character development. We have some amazing character moments, um, the two of them working together. And then they were they're able to expand on that when they're working with each other as creatures and stuff like that. All that's great. And then the special effects. I mean, you know, everything seems to be just like, you know, I thought the last one was pretty good. But this one, I think, is was quite a bit better.
3: Yes. Mm. I, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of looking forward to watching all three in a row. Yeah. You know, once I've seen. I mean, I've. I've already watched the Starbies twice, and I'll probably watch yep. this again. I've already seen this one twice before I watch the um the yeah. finale. But and then the final scene yeah.
2: when they land oh, and, yes. turn and turn right there, I was like, well, no. and that, that's it. There's no more scenes yeah. with them. I, yeah
1: because he
2: got he got sick that's because yeah. russell said there was supposed to be more
0: yeah. scenes
2: yeah. and it's he's just now he's just gonna be mentioned they didn't kill the character off though just like yeah. he's out being safe somewhere in a. yeah but yeah that's it that was i was surprised i didn't expect to see him at the end of this episode
3: it does make me wonder if Rose and um Donna's husband, what's his name? Shane Sean, Sean. Um are gonna be in the the finale because
2: he said they were hunkered down they right? were off
3: safe somewhere, yeah. And and oh. it's like the world has gone mad and the plane crashes and things blow up and people are beating each other in the streets and which sounds to I me mean, like typical London stuff, but whatever.
0: Well the trail <laughs> the trailers we've seen um, I mean, obviously, I don't remember seeing any scenes of Rose or Sean or um, Sylvie or what Sylvia or whatever that we haven't seen yet. I guess. No, the, tr- the trailer yeah.
2: just showed David Tennant, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, David Tennant again, and then Shooty at the end. Well,
0: I can't wait to see oh, Neil yeah,
2: Patrick yeah. Harris.
0: So it should be a really good episode. Um, Coming up, but obviously, this one. I wonder um, if
2: it's the last episode is going to be an hour or if it's going to be a little bit longer. I, don't know.
1: I think I heard it's going to be a little bit longer. Yeah,
2: because there's a lot of stuff they're cramming in from all the, the
0: previews and stuff.
1: Not like awesome. a half hour longer, I think, but like the
0: like time or 10 minutes
1: longer. Yeah.
0: Now, I'm going to make a comment here. Um, first off, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, is there a slight rumor going around that they might want to do a David Tennant, Katherine Tate sort of spinoff? I, I think
3: that's that. a rumor that people are saying for yeah, I don't think there's been any word from I mean David Tennant is so busy I was going to say
1: that yeah, no, we Where was he going to find the time? Now? Yeah he is With the, the with the act, actor who's playing against Peter Capaldi And that murder mystery series is coming out
0: well, Okay yeah, so I'm, I don't think it's going to happen, plus so far they haven't written a spot where they could go off and have their own adventures, because the last story led right into this one, and this one led right into this one. Yeah, there's so, no opening. I mean, unless they make an opening or something, I mean, they might, so that people can, well, you can still go back and write stories and big finishes with them. Does David Tennant ever do a big finish with
2: his oh. story? He does tons of them.
0: Yeah, okay. So he's, one, thinking- he's the only
2: one, well, him and Chris Rex are the only ones, doctors from this era, new era, that's actually done.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Billy Piper has two, and Catherine Tate. Uh-huh.
1: Hmm. I was going to say, I'm, I'm having trouble seeing the character of Donna leaving her family for an extended time. Yeah,
3: she was so desperate to get back to them in this episode, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and just so worried about them and worried that they'd be worried about her. And then she had that little speech about how Rose would, you know, she would show up once a year for a little while and then she'd go off and have her life. And But Sean would be there every day to see if she had come back and, you know, it was just... Mm-hmm she really wants to get back to them
0: yeah yeah so um <clears throat> so i think this is a it's gonna be interesting like you said um julia to see these three in a row and see how they are and the good mm. news is after this next one we don't have to wait too long before we have
2: Shea no it'll be weeks. like what two weeks two yeah. weeks
0: and they're gonna
3: show it actually on christmas day
0: yes
2: i
1: think
0: so nice so, um,
2: and I didn't and like I, the new year's I, thing either,
0: yeah. And it sounds like we're going to get the series sooner than later, it's not going to be like another year or something like that. Well, know, they're so.
2: already filming so next year's a- Christmas episode and the yeah. start of the second season, yeah, so well, yeah. Russell's seasons were always like
0: around Easter,
3: yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah. I have to, I have to give. Um, credit to Russell T. Davis. He did a really good episode. I, I, I would say everyone should give him a big hand.
2: Yeah, it he was does. Uh, he does really good uh, when it comes oh to. God, <laughs>
3: you know, and you're complaining about Mavity. You got some nerve. <laughs> <for her. clears
0: throat> I should write for Doctor Who. Imagine just a whole episode this, full of puns.
2: And my my son said this joke too. He goes, "The TARDIS should really not eat Taco Bell." Because of the, because when he saw the flames coming out of the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. My my son goes, Oh, I guess the TARDIS had Taco Bell. (laughs) I was just looking at him like, I just laughed. But
0: yeah, I I mean, um, I definitely like this episode a lot. And um, I I don't know where it stands in my top. I would have to watch it again a few times. I I didn't, I I feel bad because I don't have anything really bad to say about it. I I just, that's, I'm sorry, guys. You like lost, right?
2: you're like yeah. lost you're like you, you you need even that little one minute thing with Mavity in the beginning it's not enough well, to make you put on that well, yeah i hate I mean, everything hat yeah, i hate I, chibnall i hate moffitt i no, hate russell I, well,
0: I still hate chibnall but um yeah the well, Isaac i Newton thing wasn't good but the, the, this um the rest of yeah it was so
2: stupid it, but I, I say this and just seeing how easily david Tennant got back into the into the uh role in next week's his last one and I'm like yeah I really don't want him to go cuz it's great I, I yeah. feel sorry for shooty cuz that's a tough act to follow just like
3: shoes.
2: yeah just like when Matt Smith I was like oh boy good luck I mean cuz David Tennant was so popular I was like you got big mm-hmm. shoes to fill to follow so yeah especially it, but he
0: had, but David, had big uh, shoes d- in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But David Tennant said he was on set watching shooty and said that he's he's like the perfect choice for the doctor.
0: So, I have was, really
1: high hopes for shooting.
0: Well, everyone's saying that.
1: Yeah, they always say that.
0: <laughs> they always say that. And then but this you is see, David
1: Tennant actually watching him in a scene. I, I,
0: know, I know, I
2: know. I know, but he was friends with Judy Whitaker, from, and he says, oh, she's a great thing. And then you watch the episodes. It was, obviously it wasn't her fault, but it's yeah. just like.
0: Well, no one said that about Chris Timnel, right? Oh, wow, Chris Timnel's going to be great and everything. Anyways.
1: Maybe at some point we'll move on from talking about shooting. Or we'll just focus Chibnall. on the new episodes.
0: I'm going to get a special guest. I'm going to get Chris Chibnall on this podcast, and we'll go ask him a couple of questions.
1: I don't think he'd ever come. I think um, you want okay. to scared him off.
2: Yeah, I actually, like I said last time, I wouldn't mind seeing him at a convention and just listen to him answer the questions. The angels,
1: <laughs> I just think it's time to move on from him and focus on the new stuff. I don't that's want to a, keep going back to him all the time.
0: That's good. A- and, Annie, I, I'll do that. Okay. Um, I I need to have negativity in my life and I need to have negativity in Doctor Who. And if Russell T. Davis continues to deliver ep- episodes like this, I'll have no choice but to go back to Chibno.
3: Why? Why are you like that? <laughs> <I> just,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Because
2: he's even like that with Star Wars, Star Trek, or movies that we go see. If there's oh, one thing in a movie start. that gets him off, that's it. The whole movie's ruining it. he'll no,
0: no, that's concentrate. Not true. And- that's not true. It, well, what it is is Mass like this that. this episode, too, like... the Isaac Newton thing was stupid. If this was an Isaac Newton episode and it was like that throughout the whole thing, I would have hated the whole thing. But it mm-hmm. was short enough and then they moved on from it. And, um, you know, Russell T. Davis has done some good episodes. Not many, but he's done a <laughs> few good episodes. And his Doctor Who is better than Moffat's in the Chibnall. That's a fact so um but yeah so far i've liked both of these episodes um and i don't think he's gonna well,
3: i don't I think, think the third cool. one is going to be bad
2: either i mean
0: no i don't think so
3: it looks amazing and i can't wait to
2: see neil patrick harris yeah. but mm-hmm. but the pictures for the christmas one with the goblin
0: uh, well look doesn't the goblin look a little bit like the um meep a little bit
3: oh maybe that's the meeps boss oh
2: the, the little
0: yeah i don't know
2: it's the goblin king goblin king yeah i think that's what they said it's the goblin king
0: well,
2: I, I, I always think they should do a christmas special kind of based on the lauren hardy movie the babes in Toyland type sort of with the guy is blackmailing you know the woman that was in the shoe and bull peep and that'd be kind of and all the little goblins and underneath
0: Well. I, as you know, I'm probably... I'm not a big fan of some of the Christmas specials that... Doug no, you hate had. every
2: single one of them.
0: Because I don't like when when <laughs> aliens like invent a robot Santa to come down. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? Why is it a robot Santa? Why can't it just be a robot? Because it's Christmas. Yeah. That's why. That's, that's what I don't like.
2: That's what I told him 15 years ago.
0: Well, the one that I did <laughs> like, the Christmas special that I did like... Quite A bit no one else liked, so it's like okay, well, I can't win. Which
2: so. one is that? I,
0: I kind of like the, the Titanic one there. The um, oh, except for the ending yeah. uh, where David Tennant turns into um Jesus Christ or whatever, but
1: yeah, but well, we get Wilf in that one,
0: so. <laughs> yes, yeah, we, we do. Yeah. That, one. yeah, that was good. Anyways, anything else about this one? That's mm-hmm. it. Okay, thanks for listening.